Hi, this is Cheetah Mac, and you are listening to the fabulous, gruesome Herzog. Nobody better. This is Steve Warren. I played Ivan in Scarce. You dumbasses better be listening to gruesome Herzog so you'll know what you're up against. Hello, hello. This is Professor Hunter from Man Man. I am delighted to recommend Gruesome Herzog's podcast to the outside world. His infamous interviews are some of the best in the business. He's deliciously diabolical. <laughs> hey, this is Sean Kane, director of Silent Night Zombie Night, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hello, this is Natalie Sheets. I play Jenna in the film Madison County, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hey, horror fans, this is Ace Marrero, and you are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Dig it! I'm Jessica Funneborn, and I'm listening to Gruesome Herzog. This is Yvette Corvea, and most of you know me as Marla from Run, Bitch, Run. She's a really evil, crazy bitch. And you guys are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hi, this is David Z. Stamp, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzogs. Hey, this is Bill Oberst Jr. I play Dale in the film Dismal. And as Dale would say, let me tell you something. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. You got Dale's word on that. Hey, this is James Cotton. I'm a director, writer, producer. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Jack Harrison, action actor and stunt coordinator of all three stunt teams. I played the character Idiot in the movie Dismal. And you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. want to get serious about comedy. Oh, we're going to cloud camp at Bonzo Ranch. Out on the streets, there's a burning desire to be a clown. Make people laugh. It's pretty cool and stuff. What do you do when you need just set up place back up. Among clowns, there is a legend. Y'all know this place got a death curse, right? You're all gonna die! Of a clown who didn't get a second chance. Until now. 
There's a reason Clown Camp was closed for 15 years. Now, Edwin will make them all wish that Bonzo Ranch was never reaccredited. Not suitable for some viewers. Hello everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest tonight is directors David Valdez and Philip H.R. Gunn. How are you guys doing? Uh, great. Uh, thank you very much. No problem. Doing good. Doing good. Glad to have you on here. Uh, the reason why you are on here is because of Clown Camp Massacre. That's going to be a big phenomenon, I think. But if you know, guys don't mind, I'd like to start with another short film that you guys did. The comedy horror in 2004 and I'm sure people when I say this their ears are going to perk up but it's called Marijuana's Revenge interesting <laughs> short here <laughs> now whoever yeah. go ahead oh, no no that was a, a short we did I think it was a, it came out in 04 but we shot it in 03 and then um, sort of like Clown Cat Mask is being distributed through Trauma but our relationship with Trauma started when we uh, with this short and then a, a dual short called Kung, uh, Kung Fu Kitties which uh, ended up getting picked went to Trauma Dance and got picked up on the Best of Trauma Dance Volume 3 oh, wow. and sort of that relationship over a long time eventually uh, helped uh, create Clown Cat Massacre oh, okay. yeah um, Marijuana's Revenge is basically a parody of uh all the anti-marijuana commercials that we were seeing at the time, those ones where, like, they would almost run over the kid in the drive-thru or whatever. Oh, so we yeah. made a whole bunch of fake ones and put them all together, and that was one that, that was Marijuana's Revenge. And then Kung Fu Kitties is our cartoon kung fu escapade through, okay. told through video game logic. Now, is that available online to watch or no? You can get it on DVD from Trauma, um, on the Best of Trauma Dance Volume 3 DVD. Okay, okay. All right. Maybe, that may be available to be watched online, too. I'm not sure exactly, but I'm pretty, I think Trauma's entire collection is on Hulu. Now, real quick question. You probably get this asked so many times. How you may, it, it's, it's remarkable that you guys would actually get involved in Trauma. I mean, that had to have been a big stepping stone for you guys that quick. Is it, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be that? That's a good word to say? A good thing to say? Well, I guess maybe it seems quick, but it doesn't seem so quick to us because it's been like decades coming, you know? Yeah. We've yeah. been doing silly little movies a long time ago, and then, you know, it takes a while to get actually good enough to be able to push out a worthy feature. Right. Well, and we we grew up on watching all the trauma movies and the, you know, Toxic Avenger, Class of Nukem High. Right, All right. that stuff. So, you know, we're kind of, he's kind of our, our guru in a way. Yeah, well, since, you, since you're talking about Guru, uh, Lloyd Kaufman, um, the reason why you are in here is because of a, I call it in my review, I quite, can't quite quote myself, it, it's a masterpiece, 
I said it's the best comedy horror movie that I've seen this year. Actually, it's probably the best comedy horror movie I've seen in probably ten years. Um, Clown Camp Massacre, and uh, like I said, I heard about this on Facebook through uh, James DiPaolo was mentioning it to me, and I said, man. So I went to your Facebook page, and I was checking it out, and just, you know, watching trailers and stuff, and I was hooked and synced after I seen the trailer. And you guys sent it to me last last Friday, and of course, I couldn't wait. I popped it right in. Now I want to tell you guys something. This movie, I kid you not, um, it's just amazing how you guys put it together. You have what anything that's creepy horror wise is adding clowns to horror and then add some nudity um, kills blood and disgusting stuff get get my drift <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's what aiming for yeah and that ain't whipped cream <laughs> and you put it all together and you got this fun movie to watch I was so blown away by the music you know clown camp I mean, that song is so... I sing it all the time. Actually, I made a ringtone out of it. That's how sick I am. But, you know... (laughs) (laughs) That's Isaac Cappy. Isaac Cappy did that song. Yep, And it's just... And then you had that rapper. Now, I swear to God, that rapper in that movie, I think, was the creepiest-looking clown because the way his head is shaped and that black-and-white kiss (laughs) thing, he was creepy as shit in that movie. Very good make. I mean, you know, it's also I was happy. I know it's it's amazing. I mean, the, I can't say it enough. I was my, you know, like I said, my father-in-law watched it with me, and he loved it. It just there's something about the movie that can really get you hooked, and which is good for you guys. I mean, it's a good thing. You get hook, line, and sinker, and you watch this, and you can't just watch it once. You got to watch it two times, three times, four times, five times. I can't get enough of it. It's well made. No, I'm babbling, but if you guys want to, you guys can talk about whatever you want to talk about. I mean, you know, how it came about, you know, the idea, and so forth. Sure. Um, uh, Phil, so Phil and I actually were writing, um, we were doing a short, um, we did uh, did like a family-friendly short, and we were in the middle of writing this thing. And (laughs) while we were writing uh, Clown Camp... We were we were talking about our favorite horror movies and talking about the '80s quite a bit. Love it. And somehow um, the idea, just the idea of clown camps, had uh, popped into our head. And then one of us—I don't know how, why we said it—but we the words "clown camp massacre" were uttered, and kind of like a lightning, we we both looked at each other and knew we had sort of a eureka idea. Okay. And it like the the basic plot only took us like ten minutes. I mean, we pretty much knew. Like we're we're really like children of the '80s, you could say. You know, we grew up on all every yep. sort of flat, every the good, the bad, you know, whatever. We watched it, right. and um, the thing about Clown Campus, once you had the idea of clowns, sort of the the sort of the tropes of those movies, and sort of our love of those movies, it was very easy to be like, all right, well, what if you just inserted a clown here? And, uh, you know, and whipped cream here, and, you know, a uh, bizarre sex scene here, but all the same stuff, what do you come out with? And, like, <laughs> and before we knew it, we really knew, we knew that people would respond to that. And, um, and not to mention just clowns in general, like, because we love these slasher movies, but then you have, like, killer clowns from outer space, which right. was something that really, um, when I was a kid, I just I really distinctly remember these clowns and and, and and movies like it, and I just remember how effective just a just a crazed clown can be. 
So you take that, that slasher formula, which was already pretty good, and then you just sort of tweak it and make everybody clowns. And <laughs> it sort of has its, its own, um, there's a tension, a good, t- a good horror tension and a funny, and a funniness too. I mean, it's both bizarre and creepy at the same time. Right. So yeah, one that, thing, yeah. one thing we noticed about, uh, the clown horror genre <clears throat> was that it was, it was usually one clown killing just like normal human people. Right. So one of our biggest concepts was we need to have clowns killing other clowns. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, so that would make the deaths ridiculous. Like, they wouldn't die human deaths. They would die clown deaths. I know. That, um, I don't want to give too much away, but that one teacher <laughs> that he had the helmet on, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't see his eyes. Uh, <laughs> and that That's freaking stupid ass bone, monkey, yeah. that gorilla, where the hell it was? What the hell? That was funny as shit. You know, he's like, you know, oh my god, it's funny. Go ahead. Well, I think I think clowns in general, too. If you look back at clowns, they sort of a lot of the clown, the tropes and the types of clowns, they come. There's they, there's a lot of like weird, dark death humor, even going mm. back to like if you study clowns like a thousand years ago. Right. Um, and their popular, popularity in like medieval times and t- sort of going and taking clowns and then using sort of like these weird routines and then introduce violence into those routines. I actually think that was something we tapped into that's a lot older than what our genre is. And right. I think that kind of made, made, so, like I think having clowns in a slasher film is actually in some ways not as an extreme idea as you think. It actually kind of goes, it's kind of right. Right, right. But uh, um, this is Vic Vickers, you know, <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> and Lloyd. That yeah, really makes everything better. I'm not going to go any, go anywhere anymore with that because that's the um, that was but, the uh, but twist. Trauma, trauma legend Lloyd Kaufman does make an appearance for. Yeah. Uh, those of you who can't get enough of good old Uncle Lloyd, <laughs> and, and that that was one hell of a twist. And I, I was like, oh man, that you know, that just that just topped the cake in the whole movie. That's all I got to say. You know, that, that just made it. Yeah, that that made another it another eighty. It's it's another eighty slasher trope right there. I won't yep. say what it is. But right. If you watch enough of the eighties horror movies, you will recognize sort of where our story goes. And yeah, our, our movie is tiny little pieces of parodies of all the classic horror movies you remember, all parodying each little scene, and then we put them all together. Right. Yeah. Like one big piece. But Friday the Thirteenth, <laughs> Halloween, yeah. uh, uh, the old abandoned uh, house, Carrie. that yeah. whole flashback. Carrie, yep. yep. Nightmare yep. on Elm Street. Yep. But there's one the scene. scene. There's one scene that I'm going to say, but I'm not going to say it all. But my follow-up, first thing he says to me, he is. Come on. He couldn't see that dynamite. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was funny. I said, Dad, look, it's a far away <laughs> shot. We didn't see it either. I mean, it just, it just, <laughs> I mean, a great, a great cast of characters in that movie. I mean, you know, Filbert. Now, um, the, I can't remember his name's character's name. I think it's Lenny, is it? The one that was not really yeah, a clown. Yeah. That was Lenny? Oh, Gerald. Gerald, yeah. <laughs> that boy. I'm gonna tell you something. That that his character in there reminds me. Of, what's that character? The actor a couple years ago. I talked the same way. You remember him? That skinny, dorky actor. Oh God, he had glasses. He was really popular in the late oh, '80s. Um, 
He's not like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like, you know, that weird voice. Wait, what's his name? Buddy, something Buddy, wait, Buddy, no, wait. No, what was his name? That's who it reminded me of, the character. Jerry, Jerry Lewis? No, not, not, oh, not Jerry no. Lewis. It, or way earlier than that. He was in, I can't remember his name, but he reminded me of that, the way he talked in that movie. I'm not a clown. Look at me. Look, I'm not a clown. Bonk. He does remind me of, there, there's a guy I remember from, there's a trope nerd dude from a lot of the 80s movies. Yes. That, um, he does remind, but I can't remember, the, it wasn't from Revenge of the Nerds. There's, no. But there was this guy who played the skinny nerd like it. Yeah, he was like in Whoopi Boys and a couple other movies. Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah. um, but I, mean, I think yeah, I know who you're talking Steve, about. And Steve Urkel is even a rendition of that type of character. Yeah, yeah Urkel's a good. Like, what would happen if you stick Urkel in front and introduce him to Jason Voorhees? Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Away from his family and stuck him in in uh, clown school. <laughs> Wait, I think we have uh, a spinoff. <laughs> oh no! Oh wow! You should call that guy. He probably could get a hold of him because. Uh, he, yeah, who, who's his management? I bet we could find it out. That's easy. Go to his website. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. I'll look in the directory later. I'll yeah, there you go. See. Get Urkel in there. You can write a whole new sequel. Urkel versus Edwin. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now Isaac Cappy, now, is he a musician first, or, or that was just a surprise? Well, we cast him as an actor, but he apparently, he had been a, uh, he had a music career um, in his early 20s and he was actually a runner-up for the lead singer of Lincoln Park. Okay. Um, and he moved back, he's from New Mexico and he moved back to Albuquerque and he switched to acting and that's where we met him but we were kind of surprised. He had actually come in one day during pre-production I think and he just, like Phil and I had come up with a, the, the verse clown camp, clown camp Make my dreams come true, <laughs> and then I want to be with you. That's all we came up with. And Isaac kind of heard it and came back a day later with the CD, and it's the, that whole thing. You, the final product, he just came up with overnight, and uh, yeah, oh yeah, almost like that. he came up with the first draft, and he went into the second draft, oh, and then it was done. That yeah, I'm mean, an incredible musician. He has he has lungs like you wouldn't believe. I mean, he could really. If you get a chance to listen to the Clown Camp Massacre theme song, you'll hear, like, even brought in a, a guitar, so it had a good yeah. uh, 80s solo guitar. And that's a real, I he brought in it. a real guy. I loved it. And then and then he also did some rapping, somewhat. He did. <laughs> Slash him and, and dash so, him, you know. <laughs> I mean, he so did one of the other rappers. Yeah. There's two rappers in the movie. There's him, and then there's MC Murder and the Maniac Circus Orchestra. Which is all Phil as the rapper, right? So Phil did a lot of the raps uh, I mean, in the in the soundtrack. It's just amazing. I mean, you got you you had to write characters, you had to write actors in that movie. To, they they the chemistry was tight. It was perfect. I mean, I can't say enough. It just every character had its own. You know, what I mean. Oh yeah. my no, god! No, no, and we 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 really we really got we we got a gifted cast, and then. On top of that, um, sort of like shooting in Albuquerque was actually very like Albuquerque. The film industry sort of blown up here, right? And there's a lot more talent here than you would at first guess, and a lot of local talent. And as you can see in the movie, all those actors are, are doing a lot of stuff over and over again. Like the, this, this group of people keep working together, and, and they're they're brilliant. The guy who played Filbert does a lot of stuff with the guy who plays. 
Buster Pie, and they do a lot of stuff with the guy who plays Lenny, and then it's just so on and so on. It's just amazing. I mean, I cannot wait for this thing to get a broad release, because you guys are going to be so... I mean, it, this thing is going to put you on the map. I, I can guarantee it's <laughs> it's it. It comes out through Trauma May, they tell us. That's the reported tentative date. May, it'll be on DVD through Trauma. It's it'll be on Netflix uh, streaming. It'll be on Hulu and iTunes. Amazing! This thing is going to be a gem for you guys. I mean, I would love to see some kind of a break off. No, not not the same storyline. Well, you actually could because you know, I mean, he's whatever. I won't go any farther. But th- this thing can go again. I'm telling you, it's entertaining. <laughs> the tree scene was one of that. Just I could have. <laughs> I just freaking love yeah. that. I mean that was. Well, it, it actually shot at 5 a.m. on like the, one of the longest days ever. On the second day, or we didn't even day. we didn't even budget our our time was just so badly budgeted that we had this much more elaborate scene. So so Philbert, the balloon twister from Boston, is at near. He's being chased through the woods. Right. By no spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. Right. Well, you can I come. Okay. He's being chased through the woods. Uh, the, yeah, right. The spoiler is that in the slasher film. Right. And he's being chased by a car, and while he's trying to escape by making balloon animals, like, and this is what we had to cut because we shot so late, he keeps making, he keeps going through his pockets and only has his balloons. He keeps creating balloon shapes and throwing them back, and of course balloon shapes aren't doing anything. <sighs> and then he does one, like, super shape, and he just throws it back, and the balloon hits the car perfect and makes the car flip and it, it rolls and he, he, can't, he can't believe that he rolled the car with a balloon and gives them the opportunity to go running up a tree and uh, and to safety and then so we ended up shooting this scene at uh, started we planned to start shooting at maybe 9pm but the way our schedule ended up being is we started shooting it at 1am and wow. by 3am we realized it was just, we weren't going to get half of the stuff so we just kind of rewrote the scene and just like alright Let's get rid of the balloons being thrown. Just get the guy up the tree and, and get to the joke up in the tree. Oh my god, I'm telling and, you, <laughs> that's good you did because yeah. that was funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, we didn't lose that bet, which is the well, our our actor actually said that was when he agreed to do the movie was when he read that scene. He, he that was the scene that sold him on the script. Oh my god, that was funny as all get out. Now, um, like I said, now you say it's going to be released in May. Is that what you said? On, yeah, that's, oh, wow. that's what they tell me. That's tentative. Through trouble. I am going to keep an eye on this. It may change. So I would. Yeah. Check. We have our, our new the new trauma dot com site is up, and we have our own page on that. Oh, cool! I'm going to check it out. I'll add the link. So I guess they're they're still filling it out, but uh, right. That's where all the info will be. But if, if I would suggest any people interested in this movie, go on to Facebook and join our Facebook page. And the updates will we will update when we have when the date's locked. It will be on that. And also, if you guys haven't heard this before, go ahead and watch the trailer because you'll get a nice taste of it by watching the trailer. Yeah, and yeah, it's available it, pre-release through uh, through uh, Amazon if you go to uh, com. Yep. Yeah, you can buy it through there if you want to get it early. But um, there'll be a that. different uh, DVD not, printed yeah. right. in about four or five months. But so anyway, yeah, so... The official promo one comes out in May. So now, the actual cover that, that that's being used right now, is that what's going to be, or is that going to change, too? 
It's going to yeah, change. Yeah, Troma's doing one. Okay, all right. Troma's putting new art on it and, yeah, kind of doing some new stuff to it, so. So now uh, it's I along with their product line. Right. Now I know I'm talking too far in advance, but do you guys have any projects after Clown Camp? Um, well, there's a couple things lined up. Um, depending on the success of Clown Camp, um, Troma may be interested in us doing a sequel. They've they've tentatively put a filler out there if it if it does well. Um, at which point we we have an idea that I don't want to get too right. far into, but it's. Right. Uh, it's uh, it's actually really really exciting and really, it's uh, yeah, basically all takes place at the rehabilitation camp okay. for clowns. All right, well you know you know what, uh, what what's good about this uh, here is you actually can bring some of the guys back again and, and just change the clown. We, clown we, we actually we do we do actually have so far in our uh, in our uh, the treatment we have um, a few of them do come back. And then, of course, uh, we bring back our villains. Uh, Jared, her whole thing I played. Yeah. Edwin, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, we, have a, we, have a, we have a franchise behind that guy. <laughs> oh, my God. That, uh, that laugh. But, yeah, no, I think we're, we're working on something right now called um, a Day in Heaven, which is, I think the title probably shift, which is a, uh, it's actually a family, sort of, a, sort of this weird, crazy family comedy about a guy who's wife who dies and he built he has to go to his wife dies and he has to go to hell to kind of get her out and it's kind of some wacky version of Dante's Inferno okay um and then uh we have another one that we've had sort of around for a while called Mormon Bachelor Party and uh that's sort of a rock and roll Mormon exploitation film oh wow um and yeah that's the one with the boob a minute guarantee that's the titty movie to end all titty movies. Yes, oh, that man. will have a guaranteed one naked breast every sixty seconds. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then I'm doing, and then I'm doing a project with someone else called uh, Pizza Girl Massacre, which has blood and guts. And oh wow! So, uh, so yeah, so there's some good stuff coming down the pipeline. Pizza Girl Massacre, interesting. <laughs> the mass- I'm gonna have to change my middle name to Massacre yeah. with all my titles. There you go. <laughs> all right, guys. So yeah, I'll be. Uh, yeah. Good. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, that's 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 all. No, I just want to say I want to thank you guys for coming on, um, and I want to thank you for sending me a copy because it's a uh, one of my favorites. Like I said, I could watch it over and over and over. I, it never gets old, you know. Because it's it's amazing when you watch it the first time, you watch it the second time, you're always missing. You know, it's funny. You can always see something you didn't see before, and that's the nice part about having a copy and keep watching it because you always find stuff that you didn't see the first time. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, yeah. little tiny hints. We, there's little hints in there towards the twist and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're, we grew we up as uh, the first time. Yeah, we grew up as fans of Zucker Abraham Zucker, all the airplane and yep. stuff. So it's like I for us. It, it's about writing things, you know, try to cram in as many jokes as you can to get Yeah, their movies always work on multiple layers. There's always something going on while something else is going on that you think you're watching. Now, who thought of Onion? And you know what I mean. Who thought... Who uh, thought uh, that, that comes because I, I have a, an onion intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... If will eat onions, you will fart. <laughs> for hours and hours. Yeah, and destroy the world. So I was like, what's the worst flavor? <laughs> and a new flavor, ever. onion. Oh have, yeah. <laughs> what's Boy. the worst soda flavor ever? It'd be onion. Oh, my God. And then uh, Lloyd Kaufman riffed uh, on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and 
once you watch, you'll understand what we're talking about, uh, Lloyd's response to why he likes drinking onion-flavored soda. <laughs> right. Now, that, that I, I, didn't, I, forgot, I didn't even look. I forgot. The one that played Bonzo. Oh, yeah. Now, what is it? Has he been around for a while in, in, in movies? Michael L. Miller. He's been in a few movies. He's been in. He's been on Breaking Bad. Um, he, he looks familiar. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he, he plays. He's on TV a lot. Um, he he was in um, Sunshine Cleaner. Uh, oh he, yeah. He, he's one of those actors right. who keeps popping up, and you see him. He's always he's always got a scene where he's like the principal or someone important, and yeah. you've probably seen him in a dozen movies, and then you just never because he's always. You're always staring at Amy Adams in the scene, and then you know, the, or you're staring at you know, um, uh, what's the face from uh, Brian Cranston? You know, yeah. He's always the actor he's there with, and so he's very familiar right away. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to cast him as Bonzo, someone who's supposed to be this iconic, yeah. um, sort of like a Bozo the Clown character. Yep, it's perfect. Anyways, uh, I really appreciate the time you guys took. Um, for the interview and uh, like I said oh thanks for having us the movie's oh yeah thank you Gerson no problem the, the movie's going to be a, a big big hit I can tell I can, I can I can smell it it's going to be a huge hit you know people who are afraid of clowns might avoid it but there's a lot of clown freaks <laughs> out there but uh, I well, love our, it our thinking is if you love clowns you'll love Clown Camp Massacre but if you hate clowns You'll love Clown Camp Massacre because we kill them. Yeah, right. So it's sort of, I, I really is win win. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, you know, but I, I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll say it one more time before I let you guys go. But Cappy, I mean, this guy, I mean, he played that clown. I mean, that. Now, whose idea was that makeup to make it like that? Was that one of you guys? Uh, well, we were putting together our, our cast of clowns and we were like, okay, we need all the different types of clowns. and we're searching on the internet, and suddenly, well, we, you know, we one, of the, one of those yeah. famous clown rap groups came on. Um, oh, the, insane the picture, clown! And we're like, we should have one of those guys because there's one of those guys in every middle school, <laughs> or whatever, every every detention room with his headphones on, listening to that terrible music. <laughs> and we're like, we have to make a parody of them. Yeah, yeah. We actually we we had a clown expert actually read the script fairly early. She had pointed us to all the comedian LRT clown. You know all the different clown types. Right. So we were like, all right, we want a white face. We want, you know, sort of uh, the, this kind of clown. And then on top of it, their birthday clowns are looked down at. So we're like, okay, we need some birthday clowns having sex. Yeah. And then we're having all these different kind of traditional clowns. And it's like, and let's just throw a member of basically insane clown posse into the uh, into the mix. One of their fans then, specifically. Yeah, and everyone, then we, everyone seems to hate their fans for some reason. Oh my god! And even all the clowns hate this guy for being a fan. And then even he listens to MC Murder and the Insane, uh, what was Insane MC Murder and the Maniac Circus Orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Man. So which is making fun of Insane Clown, pa- Insane Clown Posse. Man, now that what real quick there's one I forgot about the the, the magician clown. <laughs> oh yes. That was good too. <laughs> yeah, that was good too. Up the magic clown. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What, what's, and what, that's one of those things too, where it's like he was so brilliant that like if you, he's if you're going to watch the movie again, just watch Chris Payne in the back as Puff during scenes, and he's always very subtly doing something hilarious, and it's hard to catch because like 
he's he's very reactive and he's very minimal. Right. When you notice what he's doing, it's it's some of the funniest stuff in the movie is yeah. coming from him. <laughs> it's not flashy, but it's very it's 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 like you appreciate the subtlety of it. Right. Oh yeah. There's one more scene. I'm not going to give it all away, but I just said, "What the hell is this all about?" The acid scene. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now. <laughs> all. How to say this? All the rest of them just croak. But this one just hangs around. <laughs> well, I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's our love of. Uh, you'll just see. You'll see. Yeah, if any of you like Weekend at Bernie's, just watch. Uh, watch that scene and then think of the movie Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> you want see. chicken soup? <laughs> <laughs> How's he supposed to eat it? But anyways, oh my God, I can't get enough of that movie. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. I'm sorry, but uh, that, that's oh, I'm telling you, it's well, funny. Thank you so much. No problem. Hey, whatever. But that's phenomenal. I'm gonna watch it again. I think just for a good laugh. <laughs> okay. You have a you have a bad day. Just pop that bitch in, boy. You'll be you'll be a, you'll be climbing to the ceiling laughing. But uh, <laughs> oh, Bob, man. Anyways, thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate you coming on. It was a fun time, and it's gonna be a well. It's a well worth uh, movie to talk about. Clown Camp Massacre. Oh, yeah. You guys. Thanks for come, having us. No problem. When it comes out, listeners, grab it and watch it. I guarantee you won't stop watching it. Again, thanks again, and uh, you guys take care. Thanks. Greetings. I'm Vic Vickers, and I'm an alcoholic. I've been sober for 20 minutes. MC Merton, Maniac, Shark, Shark, Shark. Where is Chaos. And paint. Please go there. My underwear is poopy. Hello, everyone. I'm Bonzo the Clown, and I'm proud to announce the grand reopening of Clown Camp at Bonzo Ranch. <laughs> I'm here to teach you the skills to make people laugh. This is the worst group of clowns I ever seen. You will be put through the most grueling clown training on this. Now let's see what your amateurs can do. I can't believe I sold Lenny's kidney for this. Yo, Count Circula, you're gonna give your dick a death curse, dog. I know why this place been closed for 50 years. Here's a death curse. You're all gonna die! Edwin came to Clown Camp to make his dreams come true. <gasps> Destiny had other plans. Edwin the Clown didn't make no one laugh. No! I, I need another chance! Dear Edwin, I'm so very proud of you. Live your dream, son. Hi, this is Cheetah Mac, and you are listening to the fabulous 
gruesome Hertzog. Nobody better. This is Steve Warren. I played Ivan in Scarce. You dumbasses better be listening to gruesome Hertzog so you'll know what you're up against. Hello, hello. This is Professor Hunter from Pan Man. I am delighted to recommend Gruesome Herzog's podcast to the outside world. His infamous interviews are some of the best in the business. He's deliciously diabolical. <laughs> hey, this is Sean Kane, director of Silent Night Zombie Night, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hello, this is Natalie Sheets. I play Jenna in the film Madison County, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hey, horror fans, this is Ace Marrero, and you are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Dig it! I'm Jessica Funneborn, and I'm listening to Gruesome Herzog. This is Yvette Corbea, and most of you know me as Marla from Run, Bitch, Run. She's a really evil, crazy bitch. And you guys are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hi, this is David Z. Stamp, and you're listening to Gruesome Hey, this is Bill Oberst, Jr. I play Dale in the film Dismal. And as Dale would say, let me tell you something. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. You got Dale's word on that. Hey, this is James Cotton. I'm a director, writer, producer. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Jack Harrison, action actor and stunt coordinator of all three stunt teams. I played the character Idiot in the movie Dismal. And you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. (laughs) 